Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life, brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Tuesday, December 22nd, 2020. And my goodness, we are getting closer to the big holiday here, to the Christmas holiday here in just a couple days. Hopefully you got all your shopping done. You got all that stuff taken care of. I know for me, I pretty much ordered everything online. That was pretty much my uh, my path this year. Usually, I'll do a couple things online and then kind of still go out with the kids and we grab some stuff. But literally, everything I ordered this year was all online. And actually, my final gift arrived yesterday. So now I can kind of take a deep breath and know that everything's here because this was definitely uh, a big one that I was waiting on. Uh, I had actually ordered it a couple weeks ago. It was I've been stressing out here. I mean, you know, unfortunately, just the post office has been completely inundated with everything. I mean, everybody's probably doing what I'm doing, where we're just ordering everything online, which of course has been up in the last couple of years. But now with the pandemic, obviously, it's just a mess when it comes to all that. Uh, but now I can breathe that sigh of relief. Actually, though, you know what I do need to do. And I don't know if you guys do this, but, you know, my wife and I do our, our stockings. I got to go do the stocking stuffers. And, you know, I try my hardest not to spend that much money on the stocking. But it always ends up like you buy one thing, it's like five or seven bucks. You know, I just all these stupid things that I, I, um, I'm always dumb for buying all this stuff. So I'm telling myself this year, stocking's not important, which I never think of it as important. I'm just kind of grabbing, you know, little things, that you, you know, things you find like by the register. Like, oh, that's kind of neat. You could use that. And then in the end, you end up spending way more than you need to spend. And then I look back at it and I'm like, it's a freaking stocking. Like, why did I spend all that money on a, on a damn stocking? And my wife always gets pissed too. She's like, why did you spend that much money? But uh, hopefully today, that's my plan for today. And then I'm totally done. I mean, we have the gifts. It's just a stocking. So that's where I'm kind of approaching that today. And hopefully we'll be able to, you know, get just get a couple things in there. You know, my kids picked out a couple candies and things like that they want to put in there specifically. So... I'm on the mission today to get that on my way home from work. But uh, let's kick off the show here today, guys. Not a ton, you know, really going on. I mean, we actually are going to be talking some Star Wars content today. So uh, I'm going to kind of put the little disclaimer here at the top. Hopefully you saw The Mandalorian on Friday. Uh, if you didn't, probably going to be a little bit of spoilers here coming up. But I'm sure, you know, the only way you didn't see that episode is either you've been living under a rock or you just don't care about Star Wars, I think, is the only thing that I can think of if you if you haven't seen that. So be leery of that. Uh, of course, you know, always you know, a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at MarkTurk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Well, we officially got the confirmation from... Uh, this was actually posted over on StarWars.com. I think this was even announced on Good Morning America uh, when John Favreau was over there. And he did confirm that The Book of Boba Fett is a brand new series coming to Disney Plus uh, on December or in December 2021. It is not season three of The Mandalorian, which I had kind of been speculating, and I think a lot of people have. You know, the, the idea of calling it a book and every episode of The Mandalorian being a chapter, nope, this is a whole new book. So we basically have The Book of The Mandalorian, and now we're getting The Book of Boba Fett. Uh, he said it is currently in production right now, and it will be on the way. He said it's going to be set within the timeline of The Mandalorian. And, uh, of course, star uh, Tamora Morrison as the bounty hunter Boba Fett that we all know and love. Uh, Ming-Na Wen, of course, is going to be playing Fennec again. And it is, this is great, too. This is going to be um, directed by Robert Rodriguez, who you do know did direct Chapter 14, which was the one when uh, Grogu got taken and was kind of calling out for the Jedi. So that whole episode... Robert Rodriguez is going to be in it, and, um, you know, I, I don't know. Like, what, to me, like, when I look at what 
because they don't really go into anything about it, about uh, you know what the series is really going to be about. I mean, the only thing I could pull from that ending is he's now taking the throne of uh, Jabba, and uh, you know is basically going to kind of be the kingpin of Tatooine. My guess is he's going to probably encounter old people that maybe we don't even know, like old. Uh, allies of his or maybe you know even um, people that he used to work against you know all kind of competing for those bounties and now that he's the man he's going to kind of seek revenge and basically just get rid of every piece that the huts had left on Tatooine I would love it if we get a new hut you know that there is some sort of young you know member of the hut family that is going to kind of be the counter to him I mean who knows maybe they may even be kind of the good guy I mean what I think is cool about these series with the Mandalorian and, and now this is, you know, I guess in the Mandalorian, we did kind of get to see, you know, I was going to say that, you know, Din was kind of an anti-hero, but I guess he really wasn't, right? He really kind of was a hero in the end because, you know, the first couple episodes we were unsure, but of course, once he gets the child and brings him back, finally, that's where we see him turn. And then he, he had that kind of twist and turn to the good side, uh, if you want to say. Now, Boba, I don't know, like Boba Fett just seems like he was going to do whatever he was going to do in the Mandalorian to get his armor back. And now that he's going to Tatooine, what's he going to do now? Is he going to be the true anti-hero from beginning to end in that series? I mean, I kind of hope he is because I think that's kind of neat to have a series kind of, you know, tie itself to uh, to an anti-hero like that and uh, have the fans cheering. And like I said, maybe maybe he does go against a young hut, you know, and the, the hut family and, and kind of... You know, we have a hut that really is kind of trying to do the good thing. You know, maybe that's why a hut hasn't taken over the throne because maybe there is a young hut out there that's trying to, you know, dismantle what his family has done through all these years. Um, I don't know, but maybe not. Maybe not. I'm just I'm shooting for the stars here. And of course, you know, you know, people always use the term fan service, and I hate that word because I think all of this is fan service, regardless. Anything that continues a story is going to be fan service, and maybe throwing just another hut in there, of course, is a, is fan service, and people will be like, oh. You know, they're doing it again. But we know that family has been in power there for a while. I mean, you can go back to the Old Republic. I mean, there's a whole expansion built around the Hutt family. And, you know, so I think it would make sense in everything we've seen. I mean, even when you go back to episode one in the pod race, they're in control on Tatooine. So getting some insight into their demise, I think, would be um, neat, especially in the live action sense. I'm sure, you know, there's something out there that, that kind of dives into that. But I think, the you know, showing that on screen would be would be awesome. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there you go. Confirmation, man. The book of Boba Fett is on its way. Now, yesterday also, we did get, um, the pre-order, uh, out there for a Star Wars Black Series Mandalorian Darksaber. So now you can get this Darksaber. So if you've seen, obviously, the, um, the Force effects, like those elite lightsabers that they have, um, very similar to that. Just clearly it's the Darksaber. Um, looks pretty freaking sick when you turn this thing on. Um, it has a little, like, red spot. I guess kind of for where like the, uh, I don't know if you want to call it blood or something is on there, uh, but it's 250 bucks. So, you know, guys in the discord were asking me like, are you going to get it? Man, believe me, I wish I could, but I, I, I can't justify spending 250 bucks on that. Like, and you know what? I was getting yelled at in the chat too. Like some people saying, you know, Hey, you haven't even done the lightsaber experience at, uh, um, you know, galaxy's edge down in Disney. So it's like, no, don't play this. And they're totally right. Like if I'm going to spend that much money, I'm building my lightsaber at Galaxy's Edge. Like, I'd rather have that and go through that experience rather than just go to the store and buy this. Now, I have purchased some of the Black Series products before. Uh, the Kylo helmet I have, I actually have a, a also a white Stormtrooper helmet 
Um, that's Black Series. The uh, if you've ever seen any shots of my office here, you know when I've been streaming in that, I have the Captain America shield and the Iron Man helmet. Those are all Black Series because uh, Mar- they do a whole Marvel line of that stuff as well. Uh, I have purchased those, but a lot of times I get those when they're on sale on Amazon because usually things like this will come out a year or two later. They'll dip in price. Now, all the items I have, none of them were ever two hundred and fifty bucks. I think the shield was the most. Maybe it was two hundred. I'm gonna say, and I got it for a hundred bucks. So that's why I bought that. I was like, man, a hundred dollars? Hell yeah, I'll spend that. And it was just like Christmas money that I got. Actually, now that I think about it, all these things that I've gotten were with just Christmas money through the years. Like you know, I think it was like the Kylo. Actually, the Stormtrooper I got as a gift. Uh, but then the Iron Man and the uh, Captain America, I know for a fact, bought those with with Christmas cash. And actually, the Iron Man, man, I want to say maybe I spent. Pfft, uh, maybe 70 bucks maybe on that. Cause again, it was like a hundred dollars or maybe a little bit more than that, but it was on sale. Um, so, um, you know, and I, of course I've mounted on the wall. Believe me, I would love to have this thing mounted, but again, looking at that price, I think getting the experience at galaxy's edge for building your own lightsaber, that's what I want. You know, that's, that's what I would rather have. Um, so I don't know, but Hey, it's super cool. And if anybody, you know, is interested in purchasing this thing, man, I, I, I would love to have one, especially if you're someone that's just been collecting lightsabers through the years. I mean, one of the coolest things, and you know, you get to see this when you go to Galaxy's Edge, is just all the hilts for the lightsabers, and that, that's almost like I would love to just have those kind of up on the wall, like without, um, you know, the saber part of it. I've already been seeing some guys over in our um, 501st uh, forums, and in our, I think you can already get them off Gideon uh, costume in our um, in our costume database. Um, you can see it, you know, in there. But I know this might be something they may use. A lot of the um, uh, guys in, that play, like the Jedi's and things like that, um, they will just buy these, you know, real expensive hilts, and you know, it's just something just to kind of put put down on your belt. So I think that's something that we'll see being used uh, in the Gideon costumes for sure. Um, or hey, you know, I mean, you could even see guys running around dressed as uh, bounty hunters wielding this thing as well, which I think would be pretty awesome. Because hey, then that means they're king or queens. Mandalore. I think that's pretty neat. Uh, also, I want to mention, and I found this actually, uh, I think Star Wars tweeted this. This actually came out in November, and I didn't know this was out. I know um, Star Wars The High Republic comes out in just a matter of weeks now. I think January 6th is the first comic, and I want to say even the book. Uh, the first book is set to come out. Uh, here, let me actually get that date. It should be down here at the bottom. Uh, January 5th. So yeah, we're just a mere, what, two weeks away from um high republic content being out there which i can't wait i think I'm, i've decided i was talking with chris yesterday he was asking me if i pre-ordered the new book the light of the jedi and um which is going to be the first book and i said no I, I said you know i um uh plan to probably get the audiobook because just for me i just uh, running that's just my thing you know i listen as, as i run but then in the same sense you know all these books have come out and i don't own any physical copies of any of these star wars books that have kind of come out over the last couple of years which i kind of regret so like now would be the time, right? Like if you want to jump into High Republic content, now would be the time that you can get in just to get these books. So I'm on the fence if I'm going to actually get a physical copy of this book or if I'm going to just get um, the audio book. I mean, really in the end, just the way that I read books, I should probably get the audio book because that way I know I'll finish it. Uh, but I don't know. We'll see. But January 5th, Light of the Jedi, the first book comes out. January 6th, the first comic from Marvel comes out. So the High Republic issue number one. But the reason I'm bringing it up here is over on StarWars.com, you can actually get uh, a, a, you can read through chapter two on StarWars.com. And I want to say IGN, like last summer, or this past summer, had chapter one. 
So you might be able to read chapters one and two, but um, I just kind of want to prepare people for the High Republic. It's coming, guys. And I would love to cover some of this stuff and, and kind of dive into this, especially the comics, because, you know, that's something I think everybody can easily get access to and uh, get through pretty quick. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked for this, you know, because I, I was talking, Chris and I, and we've mentioned this guy's name before, this, this guy Bill, he's a childhood friend of ours, and we always have this constant conversation going. And he's been totally just turned off by the Mandalorian through both of these seasons. Cause all he, th- and, and even any of the new star Wars content, he just says that they're just kind of rehashing everything again. And the term fan service, like I use always like everything's fan service, garbage, 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 garbage. And he's like, I want something new. And I, I kind of argue back with him. Like they gave you something new with rogue one. You got new, brand new characters. And you didn't like it. Nope. That wasn't, that was fan service. Cause it was, you know, the destruction of the death star. That's what the whole movie was about. And I'm like, but it was new characters. So finally I'm like, okay, well, if you want something new, we're getting it very soon with the High Republic. I mean, you know, I just stop watching any Star Wars content, absorb all the High High Republic content, and wait for the Acolyte to come out in two years or whenever it's going to hit Disney+. Plus. Um, so this is the time. Like, if anybody wants to get into anything new, Star, like super new Star Wars, this is it. You know, obviously we've had the Old Republic. You could always go back. All those comics are there. The Dark Horse comics, everything is there if you want to jump into that. Uh, and of course the video games and I know there's even books out there. You want to go read up on Revan, go ahead and do that. But this now is finally like Disney's brand new Star Wars universe is happening in two weeks. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how, number one, how well it's received by people and then how many people actually engage with it because it's only going to be books. I know hardcore Star Wars fans like myself and many of you listening to this and, and those, of course, that you can go find them on forums and, and the internet out there are going to be all over this. But um I don't know. It's just going to be interesting, but it's exciting. It's like, man, these are characters we don't even know. Force Awakens, of course, when that was coming out, yes, it was all new and, oh, this is going to be great. But we knew Harrison Ford was going to be in it. And we knew Chewie was going to be in it. We knew there was going to be a lot of those callbacks. And you know what? Wouldn't surprise me if we do get some sort of acknowledgments of things that will happen in the future with this. Because remember, this is between Old Republic and A New Hope. So it's like 100 years before New Hope, I think. So it's it's a time when there are Jedi and Sith all over. So you're going to get those epic battles, those fights. Um, but, you know, it, it's all new to us. So um, I can't wait, man. It's going to be interesting. So January 5th. And actually, as I'm talking out loud right now, I think I'm going to order the book. I think I'm going to get the physical book um, and just collect all these books. Um, might be the way to go. And just kind of be on board kind of for the ride of the High Republic. All right. Well, one more thing today I do want to mention, because this has been kind of a, a redemption story. I mean, right now, obviously, in the news, cyberpunk is just being, you know, dragged through the mud by so many people out there and how, you know, games are garbage. But there may be a redemption story out there happening right now before our eyes of the internet rage turning into something good, which, hey, to be fair, cyberpunk's probably, the same thing is probably going to happen, right? A year from now, the game's going to be great. Everybody's going to love it and be happy and not forget all about all this crap that's been happening with cyberpunk. But a game that was raked through the mud, a company that was raked through the mud for this, um, and now has a game out in early access. That seems to be pretty damn positive and people really enjoying it that are jumping in there. If you haven't seen anything on this, I know a lot of the gaming websites have been putting up these previews. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to get into it. I mean, I I signed up as early as I could. Um, But Diablo Immortal Early Access is running right now. If you remember, this was at BlizzCon the di- announced Diablo game that people didn't want to be announced. <laughs> Everybody was expecting Diablo 4. Even though Blizzard said there will be no Diablo 4, 
the big announcement at BlizzCon was this mobile Diablo game. It was the final presentation at BlizzCon, which normally is like the big reveal. And fans just weren't having it. And if you remember, there was a meme of the one developer saying like, what, you don't have phones? You people don't have phones? And they just got tore up in this Q&A session. And the game kind of went dark. Didn't see anything about it. Well, now they're doing a technical test, like an early alpha for this game. People are loving it. All the reviews, everything, all the previews is people saying how much it feels like Diablo, that it's almost a mix between Diablo 2 and Diablo 3. Runs great, plays great. There's a loot grind there. It's completely free to play. Uh, It just looks like it's going to be fantastic. Like it's exactly what we want it to be. And, And, you know, that's the one thing about Blizzard. Like they'll always do that. Any feed, negative feedback, things like that. They're always very swift. I say very swift, even though this has been almost two years. But they're they they always make sure that they will make the changes needed to bring to somewhat bring some you know calmness and happiness to their players because they care about their players. Blizzard always has and always will. And I personally like the idea of what Diablo Immortal was going to be. Immediately was excited. Like I was like, damn, like that's gonna be great. I love Diablo having a game like that. Which yes, there are other games like that on mobile. But if anybody can really make you want to come back and keep playing and really do it right, it's going to be Blizzard. You know, I never had a doubt at all that Blizzard would be the company that would be able to pull this off and create a game like this that people are really going to enjoy playing. So go check out some of the coverage. I, I highly recommend it, uh, especially if, obviously, if you're a Diablo fan. I'm sure you already have kind of seen some of this. Um, but I think this is going to be a massive, massive success for Blizzard and uh, even for gamers. We're going to have a ton of fun playing this game. Um, when it comes out, I still know announcement of when it's going to come out. And I think even like just getting access to this early access alpha, it's kind of out the board by, or out, of, out the window by now. I think most of us would have already known if we're going to be able to be in it. Um, but I hope it's not too far off. I mean, the one thing about mobile games is usually they'll do quick little tests like this. And then shortly after that, the game will be out. But again, knowing Blizzard, they take their time. You know, they, 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 they do the opposite of CD Projekt Red. They don't necessarily listen to their investors and push things out, you know, which, you know, unfortunately, I think that's kind of what uh, happened to CDPR was they just had to get it out the, out the door, you know, that had already been delayed too much. There was too much pressure there. Blizzard knows they need to take the time and get it out when needed. I mean, hell, even just this year with Shadowlands, you know, they, they could put it out. I mean, I was I was in the alpha for that early this year and what that game was when I was in it to I haven't played the, the release version yet, but um, to where you know ended up launching, they delayed it the times they needed to. Now it's out, and uh, fans are really enjoying the game. That's a game actually that you know I <clears throat> with the PlayStation Five and all that I have not picked up, but at some point here I definitely got to get into some Shadowlands because um, you know that it's it's great. You know everything I played of it was awesome. The the locations were great. The, that game mode, the Torghast Tower is awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, I have all all uh, hopes that Diablo Immortal will deliver on the same front uh, as as Blizzard always does with all their games. So we shall see. Well, guys, let's wrap it up there. Um, you know, again, I, I think Thursday and Friday I am going to take off this week. I was thinking about that yesterday. So tomorrow will be the last show uh, for this week. But I will definitely be back next week um, with the new year. But, yeah, Thursday and Friday we are going to take those days off. So uh, we'll get a show out to you tomorrow. And then uh, after that, we'll uh, just, you know, take a few days and and just enjoy the holiday with family and friends. And hopefully you guys can do that as well. But hopefully, like I said, hopefully your shopping is all done and you're ready to go here into the Christmas holiday and uh, have have some time with with your friends and family. Although, hey, be safe. Be safe. You know, that's one thing that we've kind of limited our gatherings and and even the amount that we have. I mean, we always have like this Christmas breakfast 
uh, that we always have, which we are now going to just hold off on and say, hey, let's just do dinner that night. So uh, just be safe, guys, you know, this holiday season, because obviously the pandemic is raging right now. And um, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of a lot of my customers get it. And even was it last week, no, the week before I had three patients pass away that, um, you know, should not have passed away at all. I mean, they were, they were older, but they were patients that, you know, usually we go through the cycle of them getting sick and, and all that. And it's years down the line. It's not just a sudden death like this. And one was actually a, a couple, a husband and wife that was just, it was tragic. Let's just say that it's, uh, something that's not, um, not that I want to keep seeing, but obviously it's, it's becoming a little, a little too common for us over in the pharmacy. We're, we're losing some patients. So, uh, all right, well, let's wrap it up there, guys. As always, don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C, or of course, email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. And of course, big thanks as always to GamerGoo. Starting today, the new scent is on its way out, the Beach Breeze scent. So if you're interested in checking that out, head over to GamerGoo.com. You can find that scent as well as all the other scents over there. Remember, this Gamer Goo is that antiperspirant for your hands. Lasts up to four hours on your hands. Give you that coverage so you don't have those sweaty controllers out there. And if you are interested, again, GamerGoo.com. Be sure to use my promo code TEL, T-E-L, and save yourself 10% off your order today. Well, guys, that's it. So everybody have a good rest of your day. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time.